This podcast is powered by The Plug. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Beards, Bourbon, Whiskey. Of course, it's your boy Q Lewis holding it down live from the 48205. Got my man Bo in the building. I'll show you. Hey, I wanted to, uh, we, we jumping right off into the liquor because that's what we're doing these days because the last couple of episodes, we took too long to get to it. And uh, today, we're getting to uh, Widow Jane, all right? Oh, Jane. So, I'm completely not hip, all right? So, uh, Bo put me on to this. I had never even heard of it, let alone had it. So, uh, just a little background. Tell us, uh, like, how you got hip to it. How I got hip to it, it's, it's actually a real simple story. It's not, mm-hmm. like, interesting at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> right. Uh, I was just in this random liquor store and like this 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 older white dude saw me. He was like, "Hey, you been in the bourbon for a long time?" I was like, "No, not really." He's like, oh, yeah. "You know, I recommend this, blah blah blah." And just, oh, "Okay, cool, but whatever." And yeah. so, uh, man, I bought the shit. I was like, "Damn, yeah. old white bastard was right." <laughs> old white <Yeah>. bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to the old white bastards yeah. in the world. Yeah. So, I, so I guess like they they secret to it though is uh, so it's, it's made in Red Hook, you know, uh, in Brooklyn and shit, okay. but like uh. They use like this natural mineral water that's like, they call it sweet water. Okay. It's supposed to be so pristine and clear and yeah. pure and whatnot. Okay. So, yeah. Actually, right, so that, yeah, that, that's kind of, I, I never knew uh, I never knew that it was uh, created in Brooklyn, though. But uh, I think the, the thing about the mineral water is something that's, that's different because we never actually talk about like the ingredients, the, the ingredients yeah. here, like you know, as far as that goes, like the and, water and part. And it's all GM, non-GMO, or something like that. Word. Ain't that what? It, so it's low key healthy. Yeah. So <laughs> low key healthy. They use healthy ingredients. I mean, it's healthy, right? <laughs> right. It's healthy liquor, <laughs> though. So we go get. Uh, actually, we go get right to it. I'm excited because I've never actually had it before. So I'm gonna see what it's talking about and see if this mineral water is uh, really what it's all cracked up to be. Shout out to Red Hook, Brooklyn in the building, though. Alright, so I got it started, so I'll look too retarded trying to take it up. Alright, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see what it smells like in the glass. Sometimes in the bottle, it's hard to tell. I don't know why that is. I guess because it's got to breathe for a little bit. Yeah, it's got to breathe. Breathe. For sure. Open it up. Right. Hmm. It smells familiar, honestly. So. It's gotta be uh it's something fruity to me. <laughs> something. I'm not what sure. You what you smell? You smell citrus, you smell apples, you smell cocoa, what do you smell? I think it's citrus. Well, you know what, it's close to apple. I the what we had last week, which was completely off camera, which we might bring that back, it was a whistle pig. Mm-hmm. That was completely apple. Like I, I smelled the apple all through that. This is similar, but I don't think it's apple though. Maybe, possibly. It's kind of tropical though, so I say citrus. I say citrus. I want to see what it tastes like though. <laughs> Not even to hold you up. It's hella sweet. It's hella sweet. I didn't think it was gonna be this sweet, but it's good though. Not too sweet. Car. I say caramel. It's a toss-up from between the citrus and the apple, though. Like, because it tastes kind of apple So I think it's a toss-up between the two of those, but definitely caramel at the end, which is uh, it's distinct this time, because the last time we had a discrepancy between caramel and vanilla, like, I really thought it was vanilla. This is probably, this is probably caramel, though. What do you think? 
Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a little more. So the palate, yeah, it's, it's a little more caramel. The mm. nose, I think, is kind of a, a mix almost between a little bit of citrus. You get a little bit of that, that apple scent, I guess you could say. Maybe that's and, why I uh, can't decide between the two. Is maybe it's a mix. Man. At the front, though, I get like hints of like cocoa or chocolate almost, right? Really? Yeah, at the front. But as it settles, and I think that's when that, I think that's kind of when it transitions to that caramel type taste you're talking yeah. about. Cocoa. Possibly, I see now. I see what you're saying. Sometimes it's like you don't even, you don't notice it until somebody else bring it out though. It's good though, and honestly, a lot sweeter than I thought it was going to be. Which is, so you like this. I love it. This is surprise. This is very surprising because it. in most episodes, if you've been following us, you know that he don't really like the sweeter kind of stuff. He said, "I got a soft palate," but uh, but you like this though. I love it because I like how I like how it sits. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a little a little sweeter, but mm. the shit sits real heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a strong alcohol, right? Right, for sure. So um, I think it pairs well with a lot of different things. You know, whether yeah. that be cigars or uh, which we about to see. Yeah, right now. yeah, or, or you know whatever you like to do with them, you know, while you're drinking. Right. Um, and even if like you, you know, you know, you know how like uh, these championship teams always, you know, they got a star, they got this guy, they got this guy. Yeah. Like this is like your, your utility guy to me. You know what I mean? Okay. Like can do a little bit of everything. It goes a little good with a little bit of everything. It's Vinnie Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily, <laughs> it's the not necessarily my favorite bourbon in the world. Right. But it's good enough to go with a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Dennis. So like this is Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm done with like. But I don't feel like having Buffalo Trace mm -hmm. or something like that. This is usually, yeah. you know, my next go-to with OJ. See. And uh, I think so. I think because the shit is pure to me. Like that mineral water they be talking about, you know. Yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not saying I can taste the mineral water, but. But you I can know, tell the difference. It's, it's just pure. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. some bourbon to me kind of goes down rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is just, and I'm not saying it's just like smooth or anything like that. It just right. got that kind of pureness to it. Okay, I can do that, though. Um, speaking of pure. <laughs> Let's get down to what we're talking about today. It really didn't have shit to do with pure. I just wanted to try to segue, and it didn't work. All right, but we got to talk about it, man. We we got to talk about everything that's going on right now. Uh, by the time you actually see this episode, uh, it'll be Wednesday, so it'll be uh, quite a few days into uh, a lot of different protests uh, going on around America right now, possibly worldwide. I'm not sure. I haven't been keeping my eye about uh, internationally, which yeah, is something. a couple things going on. They had something in London. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. They had something in Germany, and then yeah. uh, one other country. I forget where it was, but yeah. Yeah. Um, also, too, I seen, uh, before we get into like everything about the whole situation, uh, first of all, I just want to look at the transition that we're going through at this point from being attacked, I think it's safe to say, by COVID-19, and then like easing into like what's, what can easily be looked at as some kind of uh i won't i won't call it a race war uh but like some type of uh racial unrest i guess we'll call it um what do you think is about to happen at this point because all the fear was 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 pushed towards COVID 19 at first but now we transition into this like are we gonna lose track of what's going on with the pandemic too and shit or like i don't know it's a tough quite one. possibly right because yeah. like yeah you know, so people are real methodical and like real deliberate about what they did right you know, I'm saying, like what they did during the pandemic, pandemic like it's over. Yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. not over. Exactly. You know I mean, but people's focus has shifted, right? So yeah. the thing is now, 
everybody in their feelings, emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that because I'm in mine and I'm feeling all these different emotions. Exactly. So you get to a point where you, when you get angry or you get pissed enough, when you're like, fuck that COVID shit, Nick, like, Right. You know, at least I got a chance with COVID. I ain't got a chance with these goddamn police out here. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's more of a chance that I'm going to die at the hands of the police yeah, officer than this COVID 19, yeah. for sure. And that's a that's a scary place to live in. And I, I know somebody had mentioned this, uh, you know, basically in the, in the joking manner on IG, just about how uh, when our kids or our grandkids or whatever look at the history books, that that chapter on 2020 going to be thick as hell. It's like, as it really is. There's a lot going yeah, on. What was y'all doing in 2020, cuz? Bro, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to figure out, bro. We ain't even six months in yet. Well, we'll be six months in tomorrow. May 31st. Yeah, May 31st. You know what I'm saying? We're six <laughs> months in, basically. And, like, I really don't. It, it's it's tough, though. So, again, I got to mention that last week we had a, a failed attempt <laughs> at, a, at a show. But we were talking about, at that point, uh, we was talking about Amaya Arbery. And before we even had a chance to release that episode, uh, this, this shit with yeah. George Floyd happened. And, and the shit with the, like, dudes living, but, like, with fucking Central Park carrying oh, right. shit. You oh know, everybody even forgot about him and shit. Yeah, real quick, you know? though. Yeah, right? Yeah. Forgot about that real quick because all of that happened. It's just yep. like, at this point, it's, it's overwhelming. So, like, when people, when we look at the protests and uh, we look at, like, you know, the people kind of uprising, um, I... I'm not gonna say that. Like, how can I say this? I'm not gonna say I condone it, but I'm also saying that uh, I understand. I'm not gonna necessarily be the one out here looting, targeting shit, but I, I also understand what the whole purpose of this is. And what's what's really maddening though is going through this situation of like everything that happened with George Floyd. If you're not hip to what's going on with George Floyd, you better point, be by now. Like we ain't I'm not even. I'm not even right. I am not even about to catch that. you up on that. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then you probably should just go ahead and cut the show off right now. Sure, okay. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not even bullshitting. But, um, like, with, with that going... And where, where was I going with that shit? With, with, uh, with that going on and this shit just being, like, so overwhelming, I don't... Well, first, I, I'm not going to go all the way into it, but I will say my reaction, all right? My reaction when I first seen the video. When I first seen the video of, uh, of the incident, like, it was emotions that I had never... I, I couldn't even explain to motherfuckers. Like, I was mad... And then I cried and shit. Then I was sad. Then I was just, I was angry again. And now I'm just stuck in between. Like now I'm mad as fuck. But at the same time, I, I want to empathize with, you know, with their family because their family is the ones that's, you know, that's really dealing with this shit. And I, on this end, I think that where the frustration lies is that we don't know what to do next. I think that's where the real frustration is. Like, what do you do next? And that's a question that obviously a, a lot of people, or at least not one person, is able to answer. Oh, what? I know this is far fetched, but like, what would you think though? Like, what would be the? Cause I know you a strategy guy, so you, you always like we got to strategize. Like, what should we be doing at this point? First of all, like, yeah, when I saw that video, it anger, sadness, yeah. all that shit, right? All that shit. Um, and niggas is mad, right? White folks are scared, and I'm glad a lot of them are scared to, to tell the truth. Like, no, 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 and I'm not even trying to be funny because like, yeah. the motherfuckers starting to realize like some of them, yeah. damn, we really need like to address this shit because these niggas is they these niggas is for real mad, right? You know, um, so what's next, right? Um, I was in the military, and I'm sure a lot of y'all heard this in the movie or somewhere like that. We don't have to have 100% solution. Like, I'm not gonna say the exact patent quote, you know. Like, mm-hmm. But you know, I'll take a 50% plan, execute it violently today, rather than a 100% plan, 
you know, uh, next week or whatever, right? Right. Because okay. like shit, shit doesn't need to just like fester and stuff like that, right? So yeah, yeah like, a lot of cats want to ask, "What's our plan? What's this?" Motherfuckers is emotional right now. Like this niggas is angry. Let, like, you know, let yeah, me emotions out. <laughs> right. Like, like you say, you know, you you don't condone and all that. It's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be the one out there looting and all that type shit. You know, I ain't yeah. trying to steal nothing, or whatever. But like. I hope they burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> right. you know, yes. Burn this motherfucker yes. down. There's going to be some mom and pop shops that get affected by it, right? Yeah. I get that. And it's like, every, yeah, it's like every other you know, conflict, it's going to be a casualty. Yeah. Right? You can't go through a war and not have any casualties. Like, that shit's impossible. Right. right. It's fucked up. And I feel, I feel for those folks, and I'm sorry. But I still hope they burn, <laughs> they burn this motherfucker down. down. <laughs> right. No, I hear you, Cause man. Cause that's what they do in white neighborhoods. And motherfucking National Guard walk through shooting motherfucking uh, rubber bullets at, at white folks. Yeah. What you think they're gonna do when they come to our neighborhood? Right. Yo, they shoot real Bruh. bullets. Yeah, they shoot real bullets at us, more than likely. Shit. And then they go blame it on... Uh, <laughs> Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Right. Stop resisting. So, and that's the other shit. How do motherfuckers get arrested for resisting arrest? Like, what was you fucking with me at first, <laughs> in the first place? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Duh, simple and plain. So, yeah. Yeah, for real. I, I think the... the the thing about it too, though, is that it should be, I don't know if I can say that, but I guess it should Except be a little easier. It should be a little easier this time because we got a, we got a playbook. We kind of know what, what worked and what didn't work from the previous time. So I think with that being said, we do have to look, move a little more strategically. But at the same time, a lot of times, the only thing that, that, the, the only thing that people understand is force sometimes. And like, like you said, some people may get caught in the crossfire, and that's that's kind of unfortunate. I think, I think we at a time now that what we really have to understand is that there will be bloodshed, there will be sacrifices, and like there will we will take some L's. I think you got to be comfortable with that in order to even make this movement, you know, even work. A lot of times it's gonna be your own folks too, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that kind of really frustrate me about the situation. Mm -hmm. Some of these docile ass Negroes out here, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you should do it. Fuck you. Okay? <laughs> as simple as that. Shut Super up, play. bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Ice Cube. Yeah, shit. like Ice Cube. So, you know? <laughs> I ain't even got time for that shit. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, I refuse to engage in that shit with, mm -hmm. like, especially with a white person. Like, all that, you know, oh, we'll, no, no, go. Right. But, you know, even somebody that looked like me, and like, I'm, I'm refusing to engage in that shit, right? Cause I'm not getting caught in that trap. Cause I right. used to think like that a long time ago. Harmony and utopia. And yeah. There's no such thing as race. Right. And that's fucked up. That's fairy tale thinking. Very that's fairy it, tale. That's just not real. Yeah. No doubt. And like uh, another thing that kind of add into like this whole situation, not not with just with uh, George Floyd and everybody else that uh, lost their lives to police brutality, but just looking at the overall makeup of America. I think I mentioned this before, probably on my other show or. Excuse me, in some other kind of uh, conversation, but um, it's just the uh, I take it back to the Civil War again. I I'm late to the game, shit, because they don't really educate us on the real Civil War and none of the facts. But I was looking at a documentary about uh, General uh, Grant and General Lee, obviously. But just looking at how even then, like during the Civil War, like the terms of surrender were so fucking harsh from the South. Like the South was like, you know, if we win. Then y'all gotta surrender, and we want all our motherfucking slaves back, 
the slaves that escaped north, like y'all no longer are Union soldiers. Y'all are now slave catchers. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta go get them slaves and bring them back to us. Like the, the demands was like so fucking like they was they was really rigid. But then on the on the reverse side of that, obviously the Union won and they turned to surrender was like a slap on the wrist. Like these motherfuckers was like like they get to, they got to keep all their guns, they got to keep all their animals and shit. Like they just basically just went back to normal, but like we go free the slaves. And when I say free, I use that term loosely. But that was the union's MO, right? Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about the slaves. They, get, they right. all they cared about was the preservation of the union. Right. So as long as they got that, they considered that mission complete. Mm -hmm. Right. This is true. And just like I was, uh, I was telling uh, my nephew on the way here, it was like even at one point where uh, General Grant had this uh, this grand scheme where they was go. Uh, blow up this little piece of land like they was gonna create a crater and they was gonna like basically surprise attack General Lee's army by going around and like you know catch him off guard but the uh, the lieutenant or whoever he had uh, running the mission uh, goofy ass took the <laughs> took the troop into the crater mm. right so now you got everybody standing on top of them like shooting fish in a barrel <laughs> The most retarded shit ever. For y'all, for y'all veterans out there, it's goddamn LTS, man. Let me tell you what, and y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, he would know <laughs> better than I know. But yeah, so his goofy ass took him down there. But not, and that's not even the point I'm trying to make. The point was is is to get back to your point is when they got in there and they start getting shot like motherfucking fish in a barrel. That some of the coward ass Union soldiers start then turning their guns. On the black people that was like that was fighting with them, and that's the shit that you were saying. Basically, like they all at some point been a part of the same team, and the, the overall culture of the shit is them against us. And they realized that once they got in there, and everybody started getting shot. They like shit, fuck that. We go, we go kill niggas too. Like, but at two seconds ago, we was fighting together. See, and that's one, that's one of these, that's one of these things these docile ass Negroes got to understand, right? Is you know, th there's never been any us we anything like that right right all, all all these you know yeah you know we use them now because you know we're, we're, we're citizens and we're for some rights but all these historical united states documents you know the declaration of independence and you know all that shit bill whatever you know um that wasn't meant for us exactly you know what i mean and so like when you enslave the people and bring them over here and consider them property and all of a sudden now they're free and now the all these all these rights apply to them and shit yeah. like most folks wasn't really cool with that. Right. Exactly. And that shit has been passed on for generations. There's still a lot of motherfuckers not cool with that. Exactly. Like, you know, there's white motherfuckers on this planet right now in, in this country that don't think we should be able to vote. No, that don't think real. this. That don't think that. Right? Sure. And, again, we can't sell ourselves this bullshit-ass dream yeah. that we all got to, you know, sing Kumbaya and blah, blah, blah. That's for sure. And, and <laughs> that reminds me, like, of two points of discussion that comes up no. whenever this 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 issue happens, right? So number one, the whole POC thing, people of color. Mm. I hate that fucking term. <laughs> fucking I'm black. Refer to me as black, right? <laughs> okay? Right. Um and I hate that, oh I don't see color, I don't see, you know, the blood, we're just the human race. No, we're not. You're white, I'm black. We have different <laughs> cultures. We see the world totally differently. Right. No, stop lumping me into that shit. So when those docile ass Negroes, when they finally realize that shit, when life slap them in the motherfucking face, mm -hmm. hopefully they'll come around, yeah. right? My point is this. We look at white people right now. They may not be our only, only enemy. Right. It may be motherfuckers that look like you and me. They, they become enemies. You know, they call them collaborators, right? True. They en enable the enemy to infiltrate and shit like that. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's why I'm very leery of docile ass Negroes because of that type <laughs> of that, shit. Because that's them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very leery. No, I understand that, man. And that's what make it. I think that's what make it so much scarier because like you you can't really identify who's with you or or who's against you. And at the end of the day, like I don't I don't want to make it a blanket statement about all white people, but the way the way history has you know played out and the way things have been proven. I mean, they, <laughs> my man Angry Man say this shit all the time. He's like, man, there's always, there's always some white person at the end of every conflict or at the beginning, rather, however you want to look at it. But it's always because of, because of white people. I hate to say that shit, but I guess it's true though, right? And the, at this point, if just we go back to history, right? Yeah, wherever y'all have gone, it's, it's some <laughs> bullshit. Right. And just the fact that when you go through history, and some of those conquests, or, or even I, I just keep it, I keep it here. I keep it uh, on U.S. soil, just about the Civil War. It's aspects of that that are celebrated and some that are, are pushed down just because they really don't want you to know what the true reality of things was. Like, I feel like as a black person, I think that that should have easily been a part of not just history, but but black history. I think we need to understand the role that we play in Civil War and the role that, that the Civil War actually played in the development of the you know United States of America. And the thing about that is is that like every it was just I can't really say that that we won in that in that aspect. And I think the the preconception is is that because the union won, that black people won for America. Like it's, it that's, didn't. that's what you've been sold. Exactly, you know, we but fought it, the Civil War because of slaves and right. all that. Right. And that, that's what they teach you in mm-hmm. elementary. And that's what you know. That shit that goes on year to year, generation to generation, mm-hmm. right? You know. So that's what a lot of motherfuckers believe. You know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And because of that, and I hate to take it back to this, but I, I always seem to do it. And since we uh. Or since I kind of messed up last week's episode, because <laughs> we had dabbled back into that, but with a system like that and the shit that's just so entrenched into the fabric of America, like when, how do you convince somebody that it's important to vote, bro? Like, how do you? I had a discussion with somebody this morning, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm not gonna bring up what it was anything like that, but uh, <laughs> I yeah. And, um, but the thing is, is like this person countered me. They're like. Well, you know, you have degrees, you're educated, why don't you draft a plan, you know, to, you know, how culture should be changed or, you know, uh, uh, the retraining should take ple- take place with police and things like that, right? They hit you, you with know? the, oh, you're educated. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, first of all, I was very surprised because, of, you know, this, who said this, right? Uh-huh. Who this person was. And my thing is this, right? You created the problem, white folks. Mm-hmm. They gotta, it's not on us to fix it. Right. Right? Um, so however we deal with it, we deal with it. Yeah. And even if you come up with some reforms or things like that, underlying the fundamental system, the under, all the underlying beliefs are still there. Yeah. So how do you fix a system like that? You've got to burn it to the motherfucking ground. you got to blow <laughs> right. it up. Start, start all, all over. Reset. Right? Because yeah. if you don't, it's always going to be there, no matter what you yeah. do. I don't care how many hands you hold and rallies you go to right. and how many... Uh, Posts you put on Facebook about yeah, obviously, whatever. Obviously, how many stuff, civil wars you win? How many hashtags you come <laughs> up with? That right. shit is always there. Right. Right. And that's the that's the thing that that happened ever since you know obviously before, but ever since the the civil war. And I keep going back to that because like it's really a is a pivotal point for me because I think it's that point is that point of where we've been duped into thinking that that we overcame or that you know that that we're winning in some juncture. And the reality of it is we not. So I just got to tell this real quick story. 
because after I watched all this shit about General Lee and General uh, 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 Grant, after I watched all this shit, I started, you know, thinking about how all of this shit transpired. And even though the Union won, we really still was, you know, in captivity. So instead of change, we was just bound by laws and shit like that, because that's the reason this whole shit was prepared. It wasn't for us. It was to keep us out. But uh, anyway, so what I started thinking is just that even though the Union won, the spirit of the Confederacy lives on, right? So I was thinking that in my head. I'm like, damn, that's going to be a dope little uh, concept for a book because I want to, you know, I kind of want to document what we're going through just like I'm documenting uh, the stuff with COVID-19. And so I Googled and I'm just like, let me see if a book like this already exists. And it wasn't a book. It's a statue, right? So the actual statue called the Spirit of Confederacy in, uh, down in Houston, I believe it is. And it's like a... It's like a Confederate soldier with, with angel wings. And I was just thinking, like, this is the whole concept. Like, they really they really feel like they are, like, gods almost. And, and the fact that these statues still exist is fucking amazing. Where is it that the, that the, the loser have statues? Where, where is this at? Like, is it, is it a, That's one of the first things that happened in Iraq. Yeah. Pull all that shit down. Pull all that shit down, Pull right. Pull all that shit up. Right? What's the difference, though? There's it's no, it's no difference. Why is it not like that here, though? And why? And why is it such a thing? Because they other white folks. <laughs> right. Why you think? Why you think they put so much money into Reconstruction after World War Two? White folks. True that. Like, why you think we fuck up all these other countries and shit like that? And then like, all right, y'all niggas on your own now, right? right. Why? Why did? Why, why does France bully Haiti back until to this day, still paying them back for the revolution and shit? Yeah. yeah so these niggas have fought you to get you up that island, you know. For, for, for forever right. and you gone and now you gonna charge these niggas yeah. for fighting you for mistreating them and shit <laughs> come on dog all oh, bullshit right <laughs> and on. real quick though you mentioned reconstruction alright so uh, if you're not hip to what reconstruction is basically it's the period uh, after the civil war where basically we had to reconstruct right so uh, reconstruction of the laws reconstruction of the physical uh, you know aspects that were you know fucked up during the war but the crazy thing about that is that you got all these northerners all the union uh, supporters who were so excited when the Union won the Civil War, but then when when they drafted the idea that uh, that black people would be, were black men anyway would be able to vote, then they were kind of in the uproar too. But like, how is that possible when like two months ago you was excited that y'all won? So, it's, no, it's all like a pump fake, though. It's like it's seriously like a pump fake. It's, 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 it's the same thing that's been going, that's going on right now, like with the whole election thing, right? Yeah. When we kind of need y'all, like, yeah, you can be on our team a little bit. We'll make y'all feel kind of special. Right. But then when we get to where we got to go, like, y'all niggas got to get out now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Reels of what, they need, what we need them for, rather. So the Democratic Party, and, I mean, and, you know, people always say, well, what's my other choice? Like, I don't talk about Republicans because there's no way I'm ever fucking with a Republican. Like, never, ever. That shit is never coming into my mind. Right? <laughs> never, ever. Never, ever. Right? <laughs> so, like... The Democratic Party is, is pulling the same game. Like, mm -hmm. Every four years, like they trick all y'all docile ass Negroes and shit. Yeah. And then you, and then four years later, you you mad and this and that. And right. you, why do you think that shit? Why do you think it happens like that continuously? Right. Like always. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's not the candidate. It's the system. You know what I mean? Like the system has yeah. to be blown up. Like the entire thing. Or if they not go blow it up, then you gotta go back to my my original shit. Is is that I'm a that we shouldn't vote and we should just all put our money together to, to be lobbyists and shit. I know it's, it's hard to get a lot of black people together. So I know this is probably a far-fetched idea,
But at the end of the day, it's the money and the lobbyists that make these politicians do what you need them to do, no or, matter who's in there. Or a motherfucking bully, right? One or two. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious, man. Ballot on the bullet, uh. <laughs> That's, Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, cause what else is going Again, I'm going to use history, right? Mm -hmm. Because history tends to repeat itself, you know. Significant change has usually happened after significant violence. Right. There's not many periods, you know, in, in, since the dawn of man where we had this everlasting peace and all right. this change has happened or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Usually change happens after some significant violence, which is unfortunate, I get that. But like, that's, again, that's the reality, mm -hmm. you know? So you can go think about those roses and sunshine and rainbows if you want to and shit. <laughs> the roses and sunshine. That's our last nigga over there feeling nobody but yourself. <laughs> My man Bo angry for real, uh. So yeah, obviously things are better in 2020, right? But uh, just because things are better, I don't necessarily mean they're good. I don't necessarily mean where it should be, you know, or, or whatever. So that's where hope comes in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, hope is not a strategy, but like you got to have some hope to like, yeah, things are better, you know. And for some folks, things might be absolutely great. And for some folks, things are shitty, right? As long as we go, there's always going to be that. But as a black folk, as a whole, like, can't get content and complacent. Well, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, you know, if this were 1965, nigga, it's not. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? It's 2020. Exactly. exactly. So, like, yeah, I got the right to demand certain shit, you know? And, like, that's why we're seeing all these, this unrest and, you know, riots and whatever. You know, and I don't want to go too much into the riots because I know there's a lot of, a lot of plants and a lot of, white supremacists and cops and white folks that are in these riots that are just taking advantage of it don't care anything about what's going on. Exactly. And, you know, and uh, people are quick to support police and say this isn't the way and we need nonviolence and all that type of shit. Well, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion just like I am too, right? <laughs> right, for sure. Um, <laughs> as far as advantages, the advantage we should have is like they've already showed us their hand. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Like, the niggas can't bluff us. They shouldn't be able to bluff us. Right. But, docile ass Negroes is going to fall for it again, right? <laughs> right. Oh, well, you know, you got to go vote and you got to go do this and maybe we do this and blah, blah, blah. If you, if you like those crumbs, man, more power to you, okay? But, like, that's not okay with me, you know? And, like, I mentioned this uh, last week uh, on the other show, and it's just to this point. When we did the show last week uh, here, the one that we didn't get to film, <laughs> but uh, we did the show here last week, I was talking about not voting the angry principles here, and he was, you know, he broke down all these good reasons why I should vote. And it makes sense. It, it makes 100% uh, sense, right? So he kind of talked me, like, I felt like he talked me into it. Like, you know what, like, maybe, right, let me just not, let me not be the one to go out here and not vote. This was on Sunday, right? <laughs> we was recording. And then this shit happened, right, with, uh, with my mans and shit, right? So after that, um, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back to where I was at originally. And this is my thing, dog. At this point, any politician, I mean, I'm still, I'm going to do what I need to do locally because I think 
that local change is, is how you affect your day-to-day -day life. So like I'm with that, but for presidency, it's like this, dog. If there isn't a presidential candidate that does that doesn't have a serious, not no bullshit, but a serious plan for reparations and a serious plan for not 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 a not a what's the other shit? Not criminal reform, but like law enforcement re reform. Cause criminal reform don't do shit for us if we never fucking making it to trial. <laughs> like if we dying in custody, then criminal reform is never gonna help me. So I need I need just law enforcement uh, reform. That's easy. And I and I need a real thing about about uh, fucking reparation. And without those two, like I am not voting. Like fuck it now. Like at first he had convinced me to like maybe I let some shit slide and then you know make the choice between the, the lesser two evils but at this point if those two things aren't met i am not voting and I, i'm sorry i know it, it probably don't make sense to a lot of people and yes i know my ancestors uh, don't, don't died for sorry, that shit don't be sorry that's, that's that's what you think exactly and, and, and the real thing about it though is that our when you tell me our ancestors died fighting for that right and shit i will guarantee you i i ain't for sure but i will guarantee you though that if them motherfuckers knew exactly what we was getting into with a democracy, they would not have died for those rights. They'd have done something differently, like for real. And I, and I say I'm sorry because, like, you know, I'm apologetic like that. It's not going to change my mind, but I am sorry for, you know, you know shit. You know, some people, this is their thing. Like, you don't vote. Like, they just can't. Don't, they don't understand. I'm so. not even going to address that shit because that, that shit's stupid anyway, right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say this. You know, you talk, you talk about law enforcement reform. That shit is easy. Like, yeah, um... I'm going to vote in my local elections and things like that because I believe some candidates locally that was about the business and some of them candidates are white. But those white candidates like realize what's going on and they, they for real passionate about making some change. Like, and they got some good plans for that, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll support them, to, you know, whatever. Um, President, I get it, all the arguments out there, the Supreme Court justices and you know, all these executive right, that's orders how, that's and how all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand that shit. I, I totally get it, right? Got it. I guess, again, if you look at history, you know, um, there's been times when we had Democratic presidents, uh -huh. and they've had chances to make Supreme Court appointments and things like that. And some of those decisions crippled us. You know, um, and then some of them, like, yeah, they made this reform, they make judgments on things and all that stuff, and it never really trickles down to us, right. you know. So yeah, some some of it affects and some of it some of it doesn't. Like I, I get that argument and I understand it, and it's a damn good argument, right? <laughs> but again, fundamentally, I just believe, like, if this country is really what you say it is and really what it should be, right? That I shouldn't have to pick between lesser two evils. For sure. Then my own pe people should not have to make me feel guilty. For not about or not wanting to do that shit, right? No doubt. When there's nothing, there's nothing tangible. There's no kind of plan for for us. Right. So I mean, to me, that's just that's just stupid. I'm gonna right. go vote for this old white dude that has no plan for us. Right. But I'm gonna vote for him just because I don't like the other guy. Exactly. What? And that's people's thing. Like they want they want to get Trump out so bad. Yeah, I get like, that. Yeah. I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I'm I'm still back on that shit. Because you know, I'm, my bad. Because he says shit like. When looting starts, the shooting starts, mm -hmm. right? Like what old boy said way back in the day during the 60s. 
For real? All these thugs out here and shit? Right. And but then these, again... All these thugs are white people. What was it, last year? Yeah, all the, all the thugs, you know what I mean? Right. So. But was it last year or two years, whenever Charlottesville happened? They were yeah. very fine folks. Right, Very exactly. fine people or Very fine people on both sides. On both sides. Yeah, exactly. Just throw that in there, on both sides. Right. Okay, yeah. guy. Yeah. But... And how is he getting away with, again, I don't want to get all in this politics shit, but like, how is he getting away with not really addressing the situation? Like, Obama was never able to get away with not addressing shit. Even even when they made, like, when they make him do shit that didn't even make sense in our eyes, and he still, like, he still did it, trying to keep the peace. But, like, Trump just don't, it, he feel like he don't have to do none of that shit. Like, he haven't had a real conversation with the American citizens about what happened to George Floyd, but he want to have, he want to go on Twitter talking about, you know, motherfuckers rioting and shit. Like, like that's the part that's that's important. Like, when did that become more important than the actual injustices, though? No, like two or three days after all this shit happened, right. he had a press conference and the whole shit was about China. Right, exactly, right. that's <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. Like, what about what's going and, on in your own backyard? You know, and I know it's folks out there saying, see, see that's why you should vote for Biden and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't doubt that Biden would be a better president than Trump. I don't doubt that at all. What I doubt is like there's Biden, a there's a nigga taking change at the gas station right now who's a better <laughs> yeah better option than Trump. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh drunk ass uncle that, right. who I love dearly right. would be a better choice. Because <laughs> at least I know he care about people and shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. So, anyway, my back. Yeah, no, I'm so I'm just saying that so like <laughs> that I mean that, that argument is dangerous because it almost makes you settle. Yeah. And then when you settle, you, you don't like demand shit that you should you should be entitled to that you should get anyway. Exactly. So that's why I don't like that argument, man. All right, we demanding shit that's rightfully ours anyway. Anyway, that's crazy though. When you just look at that whole concept, I should just... never drive and not get my ass whooped or like die right. because of this dude. Just like he he had his knee on his neck for what nine minutes and had his motherfucking like if you thought he was a threat, take your motherfucking hands out your pockets. What mm -hmm. you know? And then like this, then he only get charged with third degree murder and right. second degree uh, manslaughter. Right. And the other three motherfuckers haven't been arrested or charged with anything at all. They haven't been arrested at all, and that's where I got a problem. Even though there was two other motherfuckers on top of him, yeah. and one motherfucker just keeping everybody from doing anything or even trying to try to videotape it or whatever. Exactly. So, now, what? Real quick, we just gonna talk about this before we uh, get back to the uh, back to the whiskey, and then eventually just go ahead and wrap up, but. Um, what do you feel about like us? I mean, obviously, I know for some point we were feeling like if we if we videotape something, then that'll give proof to what's going on and other people will see it. But are we at a point now where we need to just be like scrap that whole idea and just like really start like uh, literally fighting the system? Because I, to me, again, we talk about this situation with uh, with Floyd, and I'm just like. Um, I understand people, you know, taking taking videos and like just trying to show people what's really going on. But at some point, somebody got to take the risk to to jump in because I feel like this could have maybe been like avoided, or it could have ended up being multiple people dead. But I think at some point, I, I feel like I'm gonna take that risk though. Like I'm not gonna be the one filming this dude dying. Like I, I can't watch that happen. You know what I'm saying? But then it's that, it's that fear that's instilled in you knowing that the police can do whatever they want to to you. I mean, that fear is always in the back of your head, at least for black people anyway. So I know that can kind of hold you stagnant. But like with, with this whole little concept of filming shit and letting other people see it, none of this shit has, has helped. 
So at what point do we be like, fuck the cameras and just start jumping in there? I feel like somebody should have jumped in and like tried to push dude off or like make some kind of disturbance where they would at least take the attention off of him and bring it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I got a couple views about that. So yeah. if you are able, yes. Yeah, if you're able. You know, that's what I'm so, so people talking shit about, you know, the woman, or I really should say girl, because I think she's a teenage girl. Yeah. Well, that, no, I don't expect I don't her. Respect to do her. No. No, yeah. You full body grown ass man like me or this this dude over here, this yeah. is, I expect you to do something about yeah. it. So if you are able and you can, yes. Yeah, because it was and, clearly and, a grown man's right. voice talking. And so. the, the other thing too, though, I think we got to be careful with this argument too, because Without without taping, without film, like we have no chance at all. Cause think of how many other times this has happened, and there is no film on it. There is no video on it or whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think it's still people yeah, should still continue ass. to video that. Yeah, but, but like me, at some point, like yes, I'm gotta gonna, intervene. I'm gonna step in and do something, yeah, right? If you are yeah. able to, yeah, I think you should. Yeah, and, yeah. and and again, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways you can go. Cause then you got. People that had dudes that got families and got this and got that, and, you know. You got a lot of shit things they got to think about, you know. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss that because that's important exactly. to folks, right? You know, because uh, you want to make the it bigger home. picture is like, yeah, everybody should do it. I get that bigger picture view, but at the same time, I, I get this dude, like whoever, not not just that particular not dude, just that dude yeah. but like random dude that might see this, like I got a family, I got this, I got that going on, but like I understand that, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? So. Is that slippery slope? It's a tough one. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a tough one, though. I, I do agree with that. Me personally, yes. I'm going to do some shit if I see right. some shit. Yeah, I mean, so definitely, it, it is it is a slippery slope because you don't want to make it seem like um, there's an obligation, and then if that person doesn't jump mm -hmm. in, that you feel some kind of way. But I, I certainly know, I think I can say this for a fact, um, and it's probably unfortunate, but if it's somebody that I'm with or somebody that I know for sure, I think I'm 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 definitely less hesitant. Like by me not knowing the person, maybe I I start going through thinking, you know, thinking about uh, what could happen or what the fallout is behind it. But I think if it's, if it's somebody that I'm with or somebody that I know for real and shit, I think that a lot of times I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw caution to the wind. Like I'm not even gonna think about those you know those those pitfalls until like until they happen. Because at this point, it's somebody that I identify with personally. So like I think off a of reflex I'm gonna go jump in and we probably on some goofy shit both go die and shit you know what I'm saying that's why you gotta start thinking about all all of that shit is in the equal balance but then at the end of the day those sacrifices unfortunately are necessary sometimes like I ain't trying to be no martyr and no shit but I also ain't trying to stand by and just let a motherfucker get killed you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, I, I haven't been to many not killed but killed I, I haven't well, I've been to many but I haven't been for. All the protests and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. But I've been downtown Detroit. I've been out here, you know, all that good stuff. I've been to some of these protests, and and I will I will say the ones that I, I, I've been to, like yeah, there's people angry at the police and things like that. Mm -hmm. But there's nowhere near where like a lot, a lot of this. Well, there's a report on TV, you know, on you know all this violence and looting and stuff that's going on. They try to make it look yeah, worse. Yeah, a lot of the looting. I, I went. I went. I was downtown last night. Mm -hmm. And um, I probably left around about 10, 30, 10, 45. Okay. And like, yeah, there was a lot of folks down there. But yeah. Out of all the people I saw and all the protesting I saw and whatnot, there's maybe two or three, at the most, four dudes doing something they shouldn't have been doing, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I'm going to keep it really real. And I did see some white folks, like, acting up down there, yeah. right? So I want to try to dispel that whole myth that it's only black folks and you tearing up yeah. your own name and you're doing this. So there's a lot of folks coming in from places that don't even, Ain't even near Ain't even where this is going on, right. tearing exactly. shit up, yeah. right? So, I mean, now that's a whole nother situation. So let's 
talk about that real quick and then we gonna wrap it up. But uh, yeah, I about uh, you know quote unquote allies. This is a tough situation because I I understand just like everybody else I understand that um, majority of people uh, you know in this in this country you know is populated by whites, right? So you do recognize that at some point I'm not gonna say those allies are necessary, but I think. In a numbers game, obviously, it's, it's nice to have allies that, that don't look like you. But I think where it gets a little confusing is these situations where we're protesting something. Not only, you know, what happened with uh, with Floyd, but but we also talking about just the overall just racism that's entrenched in America. Like, this whole thing is boiling over. So you can't look at it as a one, two, three, or 20 cases like we got already, but just a, as, you know, as an overall but with that being said, you got white people who seem like they are allies, but then through history, like you said, there's been some situations where they were, you know, implanted and like starting a situation that didn't even have to be a situation. So for for instance, if we out protesting and the gang of white people start busting out windows and shit, then you start talking about the riot, and then the, the first per person you look at is the black person, and we weren't even the ones who started like the. The chaos, right. like we was actually out there protesting, mm -hmm. and then they get to go home to wherever they go to and shit, and they and then they tell you that they're your allies, but really they didn't start some trouble that we didn't even need. So with that being said, and with those ideas in place, like um, how how much, if at all, should we really depend on like quote unquote white allies? I don't think you should depend on them at all, right? Yeah. Um, you try to take care of yourself and, and your own folks. Now, like. If white folks want to step up and say something, do something, like, okay, that, that's cool of their own volition. Like, fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, you know, take anything away from them doing that. But I'm also right. not going to be like, oh, man, that's great. You're such a good white person. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, like, some of them, some of them want to hear that shit. Right. right? You're such no, a good white I'm not going to tell you you're good for doing some shit you should do anyway. Right. Like, no. So, like, you're not, you don't get extra credit. You know, this is straight, straight grading scale here, right? No extra credit. <laughs> ain't no extra credit. No, ain't no curve. No, no nothing like that. <laughs> So, yeah, to do something that makes you a good human being, like, oh, you're not gonna get any validation from me, like, right? You're if you, be like, yeah, you know what I mean? No, it's, it's it is what it is. It's what it is. Yeah, if you, you want to be an ally, you be an ally. Yeah. If you don't, then we're probably gonna be fucking with each other at some point. You know? Sure. <laughs> I feel you, man. Real quick though, before we uh, end out the show, man, because I know this this could go on forever, um, because this is a situation that has gone on forever. I did want to at least do this though. Um, there, there are a, a few, a handful, probably I could count on one hand, probably uh, legit solid white folks that I like, I really fuck with. And um, salute to y'all for reaching out and for connecting. Shout and out I, TK. Yeah, shout out to my guy TK for sure. That's my brother. And um, like, shout out to for the for the genuine, uh, re, the genuine respect and the, and the, the genuine concern. I know a lot of white people, uh, you know, probably reach out to us and things of that nature because they because they're afraid, not because it's genuine, but they they're afraid to know where they fall in those categories. Like mm -hmm. they they want to. I guess I can't fault them for that. Like they want to know where they fall in, in your categories. And so I want to make this abundantly clear. I want to make this abundantly clear. Indifference and silence means you're my enemy, mm -hmm. right? If you're not with me, you're against me. Simple as that. So if you have no opinion on the matter or anything like that, I don't fuck with you at all either. <laughs> right. So how say, how so. could you not have an opinion on this though? It's, it's some people though. People do have an opinion on it. Yeah. They're just too scared. They're, they're too, too much scared. of a fucking coward to admit it. What yeah. it is, right? I mean, so to, to seem like I'm not a racist, 
I'm gonna say I don't really have an opinion. Blah 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 blah. Right. Nah, mm, that's not cool either. <laughs> right. He rather just hit a real and shit up. Yeah. I rather you just be a racist mf than like, oh, I don't have a, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Rather just instead of be trying to hide it and shit, man. All right. So we go. Uh, we'll go ahead and round it out, man. We will get back to the to the whiskey. Um, now about the uh, widow Jane. Uh, it is decent to me though. I'm not gonna hold you up. I for once I don't like the sweetness. Like I, it, it didn't. Yeah, it don't work for me. It's 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 good though. I think it's surprising. Mm -hmm. I think I just wasn't. I didn't think it was gonna be this sweet. Um, I will say this though, in combination with the cigar though, I think the cigar balances it out a little bit. It doesn't. Now, first of all, let me say this: it doesn't. It doesn't finish like completely sweet. I think the sweetest point is when you, when you first drink it. I think that's the sweetest point, and then it kind of mellows out after that. So, don't get me wrong. It's not like uh, it's not like uh, Crown Royal Apple and no shit like that kind of no, sweet. That shit. Yeah, it's not like that sweet. So, don't get me wrong when I say it's sweet. It's like a uh, is a is a is a citrus kind of slash apple a fruity sweet. So it's not like a you know like a candy a candy apple sweet. But um, I think it did catch me off guard. And again, I think everything that I drink from this point forward, I keep either equating to <laughs> Uncle Lear's or Bro Brothers. So I think it's probably an unfair advantage for everybody uh, coming from this point because I'm just going to keep on making those references back to that. But um, if you're talking about everyday sippers, I know you said you like this as like some regular, uh, on a regular type. I think for me, uh, as it goes right now, this will probably be uh, this will be under obviously Uncle Nears and Bro Brothers, and probably um, since we didn't actually uh, go over it yet, but the Whistle Pig, I think this will be uh, right up under there. <coughs> whistle Pig was kind of sweet too, though. See, I like Whistle Pig. I didn't like that Whistle Pig. Okay. Because it had Scotch hints. Like I, I don't want any. If I'm drinking whiskey, if I'm just drinking reg regular whiskey, not Scotch, not bourbon, just I don't want it to taste so like something. Taste like Scotch. Yeah. If, I, if I wanted to taste like Scotch, I'm gonna drink Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you know that's why I'm, I'm just like, hey, it, it, don't get me wrong, like it's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, um, but like, yeah. If I'm gonna drink bourbon, I want it to taste like bourbon. If I'm gonna drink, you know, regular whiskey. I want it to taste like that. If I'm gonna drink Scotch. I want it to taste like that. I figured, dude. All right, so look, this is how we gonna do it from now on. <laughs> so we go, we gonna move to a small little rating system. All right. So uh, we gonna do, we gonna do the Black Power symbol, dog. All right. So, for on a scale of one to five, you know what I'm saying? How many raised black fists would you give this? Give it, I'll give it a solid two and a half, three. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. I thought it'd be higher and shit. No, I really thought it'd no. Be so, so I don't, I don't put this in the same category like everyday. So I'm putting the same category like the Buffalo Trace or something mm -hmm. like that. Um. Well, yeah. Like I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um. From time to time, you know, I, like, I really enjoy it. But like, mm -hmm. it's never. It's never anything that I'm like, damn, I gotta get me a bottle. Get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like how I've been lately with the Traverse City. <laughs> I've had about nine bottles of that shit. All right, so that tip, I think I would give it. Uh, you got something back there? But I do got this Black Maple Hill, y'all. Oh, okay, Black mm -hmm. Maple Hill. And look, that's private stock, so you yeah. won't be seeing that on the show. No, that won't be getting reviewed. <laughs> he he might tell you about it. Yeah, that might say show. something about it, but yeah. Right. I'm gonna give it two solid uh, fist pumps, you know what I'm saying? Two solid. Joints, like I say, it's not it's not the it's not the worst thing I ever had. Obviously, I it's still it's it's definitely better, and, and I I have to be honest with you, it's definitely better than that damn Crown Royal XR. I'm so pissed oh, at that yeah, XR. Extra rare. Yeah, it's extra rare bullshit. <laughs> Could have saved my money on that shit, man. But uh, I think it's definitely better than that. Um, if you into uh, a sweeter taste, 
Uh, a sweeter taste that doesn't end completely sweet then definitely is a good move. Uh, and the, the fact that it's actually got uh, somewhat healthy ingredients, uh, that's kind of dope too with the mineral, the mineral water. Non-GMO. Non-GMO kind of stuff. Yeah, see, so it's healthy to a certain degree. So yeah, you can definitely go with Widow Jane. So we're looking at what, two and a half to three. I'm saying two even. Um, so not on the, the lowest end, but obviously not on some of the higher tier stuff that we had. Um, today, definitely a great conversation uh, again. If you haven't, if you're not well versed on what's going on right now, obviously by the time you see this video, hopefully you are. And uh, if you do have any comments about anything we talked about, including the whiskey, obviously, because it's a whiskey show, uh, or anything that we've talked about in today's show, make sure that you do drop those comments below. Also, too, if you haven't seen any whiskey or bourbon or scotch that uh, we've done on the show that you would like to see on the show, hit that, uh, hit us up in the comments as well, and we may get that in a future episode. Um, shit, on the way out though, uh, any last sentiments you would uh, like to leave with us? It's okay to be angry. You know, be angry. Do what you need to do. Do what you feel comfortable doing. Just um, hold people accountable, man. Yeah. You know, when you see when you see bullshit, call it out. For sure. You know? Black or white. Black sure. or white. No doubt. I agree with that 100%. Dog. Um, any, any emotions you're going through right now? Yeah, I'm still angry, you know. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, just, just, just trying to trying to be smart about my anger, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying, yeah, trying, trying to, to get caught up in the BS, you know, but... No doubt. Don't get me wrong, like, if things were to take a turn for the worse, like, you there's not going to be... There's not going to be National Guard coming through here and shooting rubber bullets at my house and stuff, like, in that one little video clip, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's, that, that's just not okay. Those people weren't doing anything at all. Right. Like, nothing. Right. So like if something like that was to happen, then like yes, I'm with the shits. <laughs> with the you shits. Know? Okay. And I would take the consequences. You yeah. know, whether that be prison, death, or whatever, you know. Right. And like, like you were talking about yesterday, I've been in a couple of situations where, you know, people always think, what would I do in that situation? Yeah. Well, I've been in a couple of situations where I know what I would do, right? Yeah. You know, so I say that confidently. Right. Like, I'm with the shits if that shit happens. <laughs> with the shits let me go down. Yeah. For sure, man. I, and I just want to piggyback on that by saying, like, uh, whatever whatever emotions you may be dealing with at this point, um, I think they said they saying this in like a social media campaign, but I think it's really true. Is uh like to really let motherfuckers know that you ain't alright. Like you not okay. Like this shit ain't cool. There ain't no way you can look at it and say like well, like, I'm all right with the situation that's going on. Like, we are not. Like, we are affected by this shit. Like, we, we've been affected by it. But, like, we at a boiling point now where it's just, you can't sit back and act like you're not phased by this shit at all. Like, even if it hasn't touched your life personally, like, or close in proximity, like, it's affecting your life overall. Especially people um, who got kids. Like, this is kind of, this is a pivotal point. This is detrimental for y'all. And for, you know, people like us who haven't had kids yet, but looking to put some kids out here and shit, um, this is a pivotal point. This is detrimental that we kind of take a rein on what's going on and, like, really try to, um, for lack of better words, get in control of some shit. Because we haven't been able to get in control of our own lives, like, our whole life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, like, it's just got to happen. And if that means that... If that means by force, if that means by burning shit down, or if that means by uh, kind of being in conflict with one another about uh, how this voting shit really works, because I'm not, I'm not gonna agree to that shit. Like I'm, I'm still not. I'm back on that same shit. If those two things, if those two things aren't met, 
a real conversation about reparations and a real law enforcement reform, then you're not getting my vote. So I'm either not voting or I'm voting for somebody who has those platforms. Otherwise, I'm saving my, my energy for the, for the local ranks to change my everyday life type shit. But I did want to end on this, though. Like, for, for black people, like, <laughs> my man Bo say the docile Negroes. Docile um, ass Negroes. Docile ass Negroes, right. Uh, the thing is, man, you always got to keep in mind, dog, that everything, everything honestly does revolve around us. And I'm not trying to say that like in a narcissistic way, but it's just the reality. Because, like, they, they, they love our, our black votes, they love our black culture, but they don't love our black lives, nigga. So I, I ain't with the shit, man. Okay. I gotta, I haven't said, I gotta bring this up quick. What's up? Don't come at me with that all lives matter shit. <laughs> Do not. You want to get cussed out real quick and, and get and get a talk quick lesson? That's fine. But if you don't want to get fine. cussed out and hear some truth, don't yeah. come at me with that all lives matter shit. For real. <laughs> I ain't even playing on that. On that note, I guess we gonna get up out of here. Doubt ass Negroes. <laughs> Yo, so check it out, man. Widow J, man. Make sure you check it out. Uh, 2.5 to 3 uh, fists for uh, both. Two for me, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, till next week, though, we're going to get on to a, another bourbon or another whiskey. Uh, we might mess around with the Joe Lewis. I'm not sure. We might go a different angle. I'm not sure yet, but all you got to do is stay tuned. Make sure if you're watching us right now that you do hit that bell button and subscribe so that you get a, a, a alert every time we go live. But, uh, shit, till the next time. You already know what it is, man. Beers, bourbon, whiskey. Everybody loves BBW, man. Till the next time, my man Bo in the building. I say. And, of course, man, it's your boy Q holding it down live from the 48205, trying to strike this damn match, and it ain't working yet. <laughs> Check us out next time, man. Widow Jane, definitely in the building, man. You <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.